We've got grown-ass men eating cookies across this country. It's the I Can Complain podcast. My name is John. We've got people walking into Crumble Cookies like zombies looking for their sugar fix. I don't know if you're familiar with Crumble Cookies. I don't know if it's nationwide. I don't know if it's international. It's on the East Coast. And basically, they cook hot cookies, and you walk in and you buy the hot cookies. It's not that novel of an idea. It's like one of the hot places. It's like Krispy Kreme donuts or maybe like regional donut places that do like hot donuts. This is a place that does hot cookies. That's my understanding. I don't go there. I've never been there. You're not going to catch me in there because, well, I like a cookie, but that's not a temptation I'm going to fall into. But people are telling me they love to go to Crumble Cookies. Every time, well, it's been brought up to me several times, and every time I bring it up, people are like, oh, yeah, I love that place. I love going to Crumble Cookies. Well, I saw something the other day that fucked me up. It's fucked my entire week up, and it might fuck up my entire life. Because I saw a group of construction workers showing up to get cookies. There's something about seeing a group of men in their 40s go into Crumble Cookies and come out eating hot cookies five minutes later that fucks you up. It fucked me up. I'm not joking. This isn't a bit. This is my real life. It fucked me up. A hundred years ago, the it was a, it, the example of America a hundred years ago was, that, was like pictures that you see of men atop skyscrapers without harnesses, eating sandwiches that their wives packed for them that morning. That was a hundred years ago. We had badass men sitting on top of skyscrapers with no fear of death. Now what do we have? We have overweight construction, balding construction workers in their 40s and full construction regalia waddling into crumble cookies just to get a little taste. Just to bump that sugar level at 2.30 in the afternoon. They've already eaten a late lunch and now they waddle into crumble cookies for a little snack. Do, do the grown men across this nation really need an afternoon snack of crumble cookies? I didn't think so. I'm, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure they're delicious. But man, when the, when the road crew waddles into crumble cookies, fuck me. It just destroyed my image of America. Not that I thought that, and don't get me wrong either. It's better now than it was then. I'm not trying to like romanticize the past. I don't want to be, I'd rather be going in to get a nice, delicious hot cookie than sitting atop a skyscraper where it's probably cold and it's probably like windy as shit and you're just trying to slam that bologna sandwich home. You don't really enjoy it. But at this point, you at the, those men didn't even have a fear of death, so they didn't give a fuck what they ate for lunch. But the men nowadays, these are some fancy men, fancy men that enjoy cookies. And all, all my friends evidently enjoy going to Crumble Cookies. So, who knows? Give it three weeks and I'll probably be on here talking about how good the cookies there are. Fuck me. But it's holiday season, guys. It's holiday season and people are treating themselves. People are serving lavish meals, enjoying cookies at 2.30 in the afternoon. They do that year-round, but they're especially doing it during the holiday season. People are serving appetizers and there's a really lazy appetizer that is served at Thanksgiving or Christmas or any other holiday that you might celebrate. There's a lazy appetizer to throw back to like the 1960s or 70s or some shit. I've never researched it. I didn't do any research about this appetizer, but this appetizer, it's, it's the one where you just take a piece of like salami and 
you fill it, you put some cream cheese in the middle of it, and then you roll it up. I don't know what it's called, but it's like a salami cream cheese roll-up or some shit. It's the laziest appetizer in existence. And it's disgusting, and it's unacceptable. And it's unhealthy for you in the strangest ways imaginable. It doesn't have any carbs, but they've, they've basically included trash meat, well, cured meat, and cream cheese, and they've just wrapped it up and they put it in your face and you're supposed to act like you enjoy it, but you don't. People have told me also that they enjoy this appetizer. This is the widest appetizer. This is an appetizer that I wouldn't give to my worst enemy. I wouldn't show up to my worst enemy's house on Christmas. That'd be, that'd be strange. Show up to a man's house that you don't enjoy on Christmas and give him this shitty ass appetizer. Because if somebody gives me this appetizer, I'm going to throw it in the street and off the table. I'm going to take it off the table and just throw it out the front door. It's not something I want to see. It's not an acceptable appetizer for any holiday. My mother used to serve that growing up. Or there used to be like functions that we would attend and this would be served. And you know, it just, I don't know. It's a bad appetizer, right? It's a bad appetizer. It's, I saw these men walking into crumble cookies. It's, it's been a bad week. It's just been a, whew. It's been a bad week, guys. It's been, um, it's hard. You know, there's a time in every man's life when, uh, it's the, it's the rainwater hotline. It's got to be pure Russian rainwater. Our sponsor. Let's see what they want. Hello. Hey, this is Jessica at pure Russian rainwater. Hey, Jessica. How are we doing today? I'm okay, but look at yourself. You're an embarrassment to the pure Russian rainwater brand. Why, what are you so sad about? I don't know. It's just, um... You're thinking about your father, eh? No. You're thinking about your dad father. I'm not thinking about my father. You're probably thinking about how he had a semi-successful life and he's still committed suicide. Your dad had a wife and kids, and you don't have any of that. You're an aging single man with no dependents and a struggling, and may I stress, struggling comedy career. Well, you know, that's pretty... Hard to hear. That's hard to take right there. He had more going for him than you do, and he still killed himself. I don't know how you're hanging on. Hey, I've never had a suicidal thought in my life. Well, you're a mess. So tell us what's bothering you for real. It's just... Wow, I don't usually get this personal on the podcast, to be honest with you. It's just... Ever since Aaron Carter died three weeks ago, it's hard to find the strength to go on. That's tasteless. What a tasteless bit. I thought it would be funny. Trivializing your father's death and Aaron Carter's death? I've got to tell you, John, that's two strikes. Actually, that's three strikes. Because you already did the stupid roll-up cop bit. I don't even know what to call that. That's like observational comedy that's not even funny. What do you call comedy that's not funny? I don't know. I thought... You know, I don't like that stupid cream cheese inside of the salami. The ratio's all off. I thought it would be worth worth mentioning. I talk about it often, and I don't really have a bit surrounding it. You have been doing some some bad bits the last couple. Don't get me wrong. The shows have been good, but the bits have been true questionable at best. Get it together. Mr. Rainwater said get it together. Why do I have to keep talking to you and I never get to talk to Mr. Rainwater? I'm his liaison. I'm his go-through. You don't get to Mr. Rainwater except if you go through me, goddammit. All right, Jessica. What'd you really call? 
Oh, I have a, I have a 30 second, uh, I have a new 30 second advertisement read that I want you to do. Okay, let's do that. Fuck me. Friends, there's a new sheriff in town and his name is Vladimir Putin. It's John again for Pure Russian Rainwater. To support Vladimir Putin's continued effort in liberation of the Ukrainian people, Pure Russian Rainwater is donating half a dozen cans to war-torn areas. Mr. Rainwater wants you to remember that you have a friend in hydration, and its name is Pure Russian Rainwater. The scripts get worse and worse. 96% pure. Pure Russian Rainwater. Pick it up at any place you buy water. All right, back to reality, if you can call it that. We have major news stories going on across the nation right now. We have an active volcano in Hawaii. A huge volcano is active on one of the Hawaiian islands. Chris Hemsworth is taking time off from acting after discovering an Alzheimer's predisposition. I mean, these are major news stories. I'm not going to act like those news stories are like on the same level as each other. Obviously, Chris Hemsworth, we need him back acting in movies you know whereas that volcano is sort of like out there on its own in the ocean i'm not really concerned about that volcano but i i would like to see hemsworth uh working on a regular basis here in the near future so um yeah those are major news stories but the one i want to focus in on it has everyone's attention i'm recording this late on a monday everyone's attention is once again on elon musk as he posted a bizarre photo of his bedside table featuring two guns four empty cans of caffeine-free Coke, and a picture of George Washington. Man, this guy is one carton of Marlboros and one station wagon away from being the most American motherfucker I've ever seen in my entire life. All to his bedside table. Two guns. It's probably one more than you really need. Although I will give him this. He does have two arms. If he only had one arm, I would I would really question him having two guns. But, you know, he has two arms. So I'm not going to bust his balls over that. Four empty cans of caffeine-free Coke. It's odd that he drinks caffeine-free Coke. But, you know, Coca-Cola, that's like the most American institution you can probably... Coca-Cola at McDonald's, when you go to McDonald's and you get a Coca-Cola, you're pretty much living the most American experience that you can experience. So uh, Coca-Cola, that's that's like a, a clear choice. And a picture of George Washington. It's a little strange. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've ro- I've rocked a Washington bedside a few times in my life, but not for extended periods of time. I'm more of an Abraham Lincoln man. I'm sure you guys are too. Abraham Lincoln's the classic choice when you're going to choose your bedside president. But some people rock Washington. Some people rock Roosevelt. And it can ruin relationships. It legitimately can. There have been marriages that have ended ended immediately after they started, basically, because of bedside presidents. Because you've been fucking for four months, you've been going over to her place to smash, and then one day you're like, you know what, let's go get hitched. And suddenly you're married and you're moving into a new house and you've got full, you've got an eight-year-old kid and a 10-year-old kid on the way. And that doesn't even make any sense. And the movers are bringing in the bed and they're bringing in all the boxes and shit. And she looks down and what does she see in the box that you've brought over? Nothing other than an Abraham Lincoln bedside picture. And what does she do? She immediately warms the car up because it's cold outside. She's polite. She warms the car up for you. And then she gives you the keys and she says, take the kids and never come back. I don't want to see your ass ever again. 
And he said, "This is these are your car keys. And she says, oh, yeah, that's my car. Here, take $3 and get a bus. And take those kids to the adoption office. I don't even know them. I don't know how they got here. We just got married. And that's how marriages have disintegrated across this nation. And you might be hearing this story and you might be saying, John, that doesn't sound realistic. Nothing. People don't get attached. My ass people don't get attached to their bedside presidents. You take George Washington away from a man like Elon Musk and he's going to be lost. This is a man who's gone to Texas and is all about America now. He's wearing 10-gallon hats. He's invented a cyber truck. He's moved to Texas and he's, he's going far right and there's nothing you can do to stop him. Elon Musk goes far right. That sounds like a movie that'll be out in five years. And in small text on the movie poster, it'll say, and there's nothing you can do to stop him. (laughs) He's rich and he loves America. Somebody that doesn't love America is Iran's soccer coach. I can't blame him. As a special presentation for the show, though, I sent my own ass to the streets of Qatar, the hot streets of Qatar. I wanted to get a feel for the tournament. Here it is. John reporting for the I Can't Complain podcast here on the sweltering back streets of Qatar. I don't have tickets to any of the soccer matches, so I'm just hanging out here on the back streets. Early in the match, Iran versus the United States. Early in the match, the United States tweeted a doctored picture of the Iranian flag and took an early one to nothing lead. They held that lead until after halftime when Iran, their coach, hit back highlighting school shootings in the United States to take a 1-1 one, one, one draw at this point. Late in the match, however, Iran dealt the final blow as the coach alluded to problems with racism in America to take the 2-1 to one lead. We're now in extra time. The United States barely has time to, to, to tie this match at 2-2. Will they allude to lack of equality in Iran for women? We don't know. We don't know which way this is going to go, but at this point, Iran leads 2-1. to one. Again, goals by school shootings and racism for Iran and the United States had an early goal for the tweeting of the doctor flag. It's two to one, late here in extra time. John reporting for the I Can't Complain podcast. What I'm going to say next, I thought about it for a long time. I don't like telling women what to do. The only reason I'm saying this is for the safety of women across across the world, really, this winter. This winter, ladies, it's time to put those tits away. Time to put those tits away, and you don't take them out until late February, early March, at the earliest. I'll let you know when you can reveal your breasts again. But you need to put them in a sweater, and you need to put them away for a minimum of three months. And this is for your own safety. Because there's a lot of men and a lot of them are probably listening to this program because I have a real degenerate male audience out there. A lot of men are willing are going to be willing to pick up a sexual assault charge this holiday season and spend their Christmas or their New Year's in jail. This is the this is how low we've gotten. Ladies at the holiday work parties this year, I need you to be alert. I need you to use this simple math equation to figure out how many men in the room might sexually assault you if they've get, if they've drank more than four shots of alcohol. And the simple equation is, it's called the um, 9-10-4. It means nine out of every ten men will, will grab a titty and spend the night in jail if they've had four shots of alcohol. That's the 9-10-4 rule. So put your tits away this holiday season. 
I don't want to be the one that tells you to do this, but somebody's got to tell you for your own protection. Hell, if I'm in a room of men and we're three shots deep, I'll, I'll make sure my zipper is fully up. I don't want to be accidentally hanging dung with men that are four shots or more deep, because even I'm afraid. So women, Jesus Christ, women, put your tits away this holiday season. I'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Describing it, you would think I was talking about a prison yard instead of an office work party. Ladies, you can show tits this winter. It really doesn't matter. Based on what I saw when I saw those construction workers going into crumble cookies, men? Fuck job. Men are not so much interested in breasts this holiday season. They're interested in cookies. Right. They just want cookies. Suck tits. Maybe the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, huh? Fuck tits. They just want chocolate chip cookies. Warm chocolate chip cookies. Fuck tits. Give me a dozen oatmeal raisins. I think you could. fine and everything until I went over to his house and I saw the bastard had a William Howard Taft presidential photo next to his bed. I can't sleep with a man like that. I'm an Abraham Lincoln girl. That's a wrap. One last can of pure Russian rainwater before we leave. It's gotta be pure, it's gotta be Russian. You guys have a good week. I'll talk to you again next Tuesday. Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you.